The contents of our show have many references to alcohol and drinking. We want to acknowledge our friends in recovery and let them know we love you and support you. If you or someone you know is a person with substance use disorder, you can call 1-800-662-HELP. Sitters here, taxis not far, meet you at the closest bar. No toddler cries until sunrise, slowly sip that whiskey ride. Gather parents far and near, it's time to hit that bottle of Hi everybody, welcome to Hitting the Bottle. Greetings, friends. <gasps> Greetings. I just repeat everything you say in the beginning. It's really eh. you tough say act hi, to follow. Hi. I mean, <laughs> guys. jokes. It's jokes. true. It's true. How are you today? Um, you, the listener, or are you the you? Me? You, sorry, you. Oh, I'm going to start okay. with you. That's okay. Um, I'm feeling good today. I feel. I just want to. I feel like I want to apologize for last week because <laughs> last week's episode. I feel a little. Uh, like, I felt insane listening to myself back. Um, you don't felt, sound bad, though. You know, but if anybody felt it, I'm just going to say I get it. I hear you. I heard it. I mean, um, it's bound to happen at I, one point where you're just like, of course. I am cringy, you know? Yeah, we're all going to I kind of feel that way. We're not going to be. Every episode. Well, no, you are not. And that's not, no. No, but, but you know, it's, it's going to, yeah, we're going to be off. It's bound to happen. We're recording a lot all the time once a week at least um and then i and then i told you i kind of feel like i went into a place of of uh just a weird i went into some weird places and you know i felt it i feel it i'm back we're back i feel less weird my owen kept coming in the room i don't think what came through enough yeah. was that owen was literally yeah. climbing on my body yeah. my body my head um literally like yes like well, on, on top, top of you yes. <laughs> on top of your head yes yeah. and uh and we had a talk he and I and we're good but um but yeah that it just felt I think I just felt nutty I felt like I had snorted some cocaine I was <laughs> I was ready to go I was on it I kept saying like I, I mean every other every other word was like coming out of my mouth so, I, I um, felt the same way about myself too when I was like going back and editing it I was like wow, how many times do I need to and I, I feel like that's not a normal Right. Thing for either of us. I don't think so either. <laughs> you listening is like, uh, <laughs> uh I beg to differ. <laughs> well, I do feel uh as if that perhaps I was doing it and then you were kind of following suit because I was saying it. So I was so excited about something. I don't know if I was trying to get it out quick. It just felt like I needed to do it quickly or you know, whatever yeah. it was. But um Hey, whatever. You're anyway. excited. I mean, I don't yeah. hear what you hear, but um, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Put I it understand the feeling. Yeah. 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 I'm just gonna apologize to the universe for that weird <laughs> behavior. Oof. Oof. That, weird, that weird behavior. <laughs> okay. So, um, real quick, let's tell them um, what we're doing tonight. Before should we have so, to let her. We have to have her. Yeah, we gotta in. let we gotta let her in. <laughs> we gotta let her in. Before we let her in, um, so tonight we're gonna have a conversation with Kim. Uh, who was my, I'm going to let her tell you, I'm going to let her um, kind of explain what she does and how she got into it. And um, she's going to talk a bit about why and, and what her actual, t- 
her actual title is okay my phone just started ringing and it rang through the computer so let's try that again that happened to me on the last it's episode so remember weird. i was like yes, did you hear that you couldn't hear it no but it, it had i bet it stopped i don't know um anyway kim has been helping me she reached out to us after listening to the episode about sleep that we did um kind of heard how much trouble uh i was having and how bad of a place i was in and offered to help out so um she and I have been working together for the last three weeks. I mean, 20 days, three, oh, about three weeks. And uh, it has been a journey and I'm not going to give it all away, but that's what you guys are here for. We're going to have that conversation with her. And um, I think that <clears throat> listeners who are feeling like they're in a bad place with their children for as far as sleep is concerned, there is so much hope. And even when it feels really dark, um, there is a way out and I didn't think that there was. And I'll tell you that. And I'll tell Kim that because there were parts where. I love to hear it. (laughs) There were parts where I almost quit, like I've said. And she, she emailed me after listening and she was like, don't quit. I'm not quitting. Um, Or after seeing it on Instagram, I'm not sure. But yeah. um, So glad you did it. She is here. She's been here for a couple minutes. So I'm going to. Oh no. That's all right. All right. Hi, Kim. Hi, how are you? Welcome. So good. It's so good to have you. Thanks for having me. Of course. I mean, you and I have been talking for the last three weeks uh, a lot. So, yeah. Um, But we're so happy to have you. And then I'm just kind of hoping if you want to get started right off the bat, you can kind of tell our listeners who you are, what you do. um, And then we can go from there and we can talk about the experience you and I had and Owen had uh, the last few weeks. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I'm based in Calgary, Alberta in Canada. Um, I am an independent sleep consultant with WeSleep, and that is spelled W-E-E, sleep. Um, They're based out of Toronto. It was started in 2011 by a fantastic lady called Janie Riley. And basically, she embarked on kind of the sleep journey with her son, who wasn't sleeping well at the time. Um, and she was just like so blown away with the process of, the, you know, the kind of the lady she was working with that she decided to train as a sleep consultant and, you know, kind of start giving back to all the moms that are struggling with um, with their kids not sleeping. And then from there, she kind of started her own business um, training consultants. So I trained through her um, just over a year ago. Um, and then she has kind of about 20 independent consultants sort of all over the world really is the goal, um, mainly based out of uh, Toronto and Ontario, but like I say, I'm in Alberta. Um, so I uh, I joined with her in November of 2019, um, and I've lived in Canada for the last 12 years and am originally from South Africa, so that's the accent, kind of, <laughs> kind of a mix. Um and when my, my kids are a little bit older now, so my son is almost 15 and my, my daughter's graduating from high school, she's 17. Um, but when, just when, after my daughter was born, I started working for this lady in, in South Africa that had a um, kind of well baby clinic. She was phenomenal. Okay. Like everybody wanted to see Judy. She was, she was the lady. And um, so she was originally like a midwife. Yeah, she was a midwife and a nurse. And then she went into private practice and basically had a well baby clinic. Now, I don't know if you have this kind of thing in the US, but in Canada, I find it's 
there really isn't anything like this for moms. So it's kind of where you would go once a week and have your baby weighed and mm. you chat to Judy about issues you were having with your baby. Like, you know, if they were fussy, you couldn't get them to sleep. How do you introduce solids? You know, she won't take the bottle all that kind of thing. And all the moms would get together with coffee and you'd sit around with your baby and you'd chat. It was just like, it was the best thing, you I know, having that. a newborn. That you'd go there every I love that. She was awesome. So I, I went to her. She also does all the prenatal training, you know. Mm. Um, and so I went to her for that. And then I started going to her once a week with my best friend when I had my daughter. So that was 17 years ago. Um, and I just loved her. She's like the baby whisperer, honestly. <laughs> seriously, I've never met anybody like that. And um, I just loved it. And I loved it. Did she her. have, um, sorry, did she have kids of her own? Or was she just like. She did. Magic? But at that stage, her kids were probably like the same kind of age that mine are now. But I think she, she'd done it forever. Um, I'm still like really close to her. Um, and funny, I've just helped her, her daughter sleep train her grandchild. So it's always tough when it's close to home, right? Like it's better to yeah. So 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 that was awesome to do that. Um, So anyway, she was just super inspiring, and she you know she kind of changed my life. And my son was really difficult as a baby. She actually uh, assisted in the delivery of my son, which was awesome. And um, and then after he was born, she was like, "Why don't you come and work with me? You know what? Just come come start helping me do my admin." And I did. And then I just kind of took a a real love for it. And she started training me. And so I did a bunch of like breastfeeding training. And and I got really interested in kind of the the kind of stimulation side Mm -hmm. of babies and overstimulation. And Mm -hmm. at that stage, I think it was still a pretty new thing. But there there were two girls that wrote a book in South Africa. And one was an occupational therapist. And one was a nurse and they started this whole thing about like awake times and mm-hmm. you know how your you should or your baby should follow awake times like these guidelines for how long your baby should be asleep uh, awake before they go to sleep so that you don't overstimulate uh, them and create all these other issues that come with an overstimulated baby so i think they were like the forward thinkers of that but I got you know really involved with that and and started learning a lot about that and then I moved to Canada 12 years ago and um, you know raised my kids here they were very young Um, but then I came across we sleep through some social media there's a there's a kind of an influencer Gillian Harris I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. ever heard of her she was one of the she was on The Bachelor and she also does she also did like home and garden uh, sorry, HGTV, Level List at Vancouver, but she's got a massive following now. So Jillian's like really cool and, you know, endorses some beautiful products, very Canadian, woman-based. Um, and she used Janie. So I kind of saw her story on Instagram and I was like, holy, I need to, I need to do this because yeah. it's just such a wonderful way to give back, right? Yeah. And awesome. then, yeah, so that's how that journey kind of started and then, you know, and then carried on when I got to Canada. So, yeah. That's the story That's behind awesome. that. That's amazing. Yeah. Is, what is your favorite part about doing it? Is it that uh, is I want to like, what's your favorite moment or, or a uh, favorite part of working with a client or I don't know if you call them clients, but a parent yeah. or a, what's your favorite part of the whole process? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 the connection's awesome. 
Um, it's wonderful to get on like, you know, FaceTime, Zoom with uh, with parents. Like usually we'll do kind of if, if mom and dad will do them together. So it's yeah. nice to create that relationship yeah. um, to realize, you know, that they trust me because yeah. sleep is emotional and babies, it's all it very is. emotional. <laughs> it's very sensitive. So it's kind of figuring out where you fit into that, you know, dynamic and, and how to support, guide, but also sometimes be a little bit firm, you know, yeah. to keep people yeah. on track. But the best part is kind of you've experienced this and we're, I'm sure we'll talk about it further, but as you know, you track on the portal. And when yeah. you open the portal in the morning and you see baby slept through for 11 yeah. hours, 53 minutes, and they've never slept in their life or they've you know that is a great feeling and then you yeah. just know you just know what the parents yeah. are feeling in that moment and you just you're yeah. part of it right you're part of their yeah. journey so that's the best part is checking I, the portal in the morning I love yeah, it I love that except except for when your clients are is it clients when your clients don't fill it out for two days uh, sorry um <laughs> Wait, I actually wanted to say this morning, uh, so Owen's been great. It's been five days, six days at this point. I don't even know. We'll talk about it, obviously, in a minute. But yeah. this morning, I have the Nest camera in there as well. So it was 5.52 this morning. And I heard him calling from me, and he just yelled, Mom, I need a hug. Six. I, I left it at 6 a.m. at this point because I'm like, oh, he's up already. I can't make him wait 20 minutes, so I'll just yeah. – um, so I just – in the nest, you can actually talk in the room. So it's like a voice coming from the ceiling, <laughs> like the, the like God voice yeah. coming down to him. Uh -huh. And I just said, you can have a hug when the light turns green, go back to bed. Oh my God. And he just, he turned around so fast, like got back in bed. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, that's awesome. I'm not, I'm can you actually believe that? Can you believe that? Like, really? Can you believe that? <laughs> and then it turned green and he was up immediately, but he like yeah. is actually not putting his feet on the ground. And, it's huge. Uh, it's yeah. huge. It is I didn't huge. Even know this was possible. It is huge. Oh my gosh. It is so exciting. And I mean, I, you know, we kind of, t we said, or I said this last week, but, um, it, it like, she used to be like, I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like I'm going to survive. And I'm like, no, but you know, like there is definitely something that can be done about this. So I'm just so excited yes. to kind of hear. Um, I mean, I know where Sarah and Owen are at now, but, um, yes for all of us to kind of talk about it. So everyone else, because it's, it's kind of like a little victory story we've got going on here. It's oh, really yeah. um, a success story, if you will. Um, yeah, yes, well, indeed. you know, Sarah, like the story of how I connected with you, right? Like, I don't, do you want me to tell that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I came across you guys on Instagram and I thought, oh, this is fun. This is something different. <laughs> like, I got to listen to this because I love po podcasts. Most of them are about serial killers. But... Yeah, same. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, those are our favorites, yes. Um, I think everybody likes them. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but then I started listening and I was like, I love this because it's just, it's very real and it's very vulnerable. And, you know, Instagram is full of very pretty, perfect lives. Mm -hmm. But are they really like that? I don't know. Yeah. I, mine isn't like that. No, no, no. Clearly ours is not. No, and then the episode <laughs> I listened to, like I'm guessing it must be about two months ago. I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but it was one right. of your first ones, I think. And you were in tears. You were actually yeah. crying because you were that exhausted. And yeah. I was like, no ways. Like, yeah. I gotta, we got, I gotta try and help you, you know. Oh, and yeah. then I messaged I'm, you straight away on Instagram, and I'm like, "Hey, 
we were, and, and it was one of those moments too, where it's like, what, uh, what people, like little puzzle pieces came together to get you to listen to that moment, to listen to me feeling that, right. to get you to think like, like it was just this, uh, kismet, this, this beautiful moment of like, oh my God. And it, it was hard to be like, yeah, help me. Cause uh, we don't like asking for help. I, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think I even talked about it on that episode. It's like, who, what am I, you know, just. I think that's the reason I dealt with it for so long. And we deal with things like that for so long is because you don't want to ask for help. No, um, you don't. And then you also like what I, what I see a lot of is like a lot of, there's like a lot of social media out there that's telling moms you're so I actually read something today. You're supposed to stand at the door and run in the second your child cries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you? I don't know, you know, like, I don't know. It's what works for you, right? Right. But if you're exhausted, you shouldn't be afraid or feel like you're not a good mom because you want your child to sleep for 12 hours a night so you can have some me time. Mm -hmm. Well, and and when it's happening so often, you don't think that it's even, you just think that's what it is, right? So it was just to me, it's just like, well, Owen wakes up a million times at night and that's just how it is. Like it, it, there's, or, you know, if other people are saying, oh yeah, my kid does that too, then it's just validating your, okay, well, this is just how life is. But right. then when you come along, Kim, and say, no, you don't, it doesn't have to be like that. Then I just go, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm hearing from all other people, like even, even River gets up sometimes in the yeah. middle of the night, you know, like, you know, it's, um, it's just, it, it just, it was hard. We Maybe we can get into it now, but it was hard for me um and I know that you felt a little bit of that um but it was hard for me to feel like it was going to work I think for a while um because you you know well you can say too you've you've worked with more younger children so Owen's a toddler and you've said so many times like it takes longer for for toddlers because they're set in their ways right they they sit in their ways but also they have a whack more load of emotions to deal with right right right, so one is he's in a bed He's not confined mm-hmm. to a crib, which is why, like, our I kept telling you, you got to be patient. You got to yeah. stick with it, um, and we just got to we got to give him a chance because one, like toddlers, yeah, you're dealing with a lot of emotion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two, he's mobile. He's in a bed. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, that's why, kind of, one of the biggest things that we preach at We Sleep is uh, we have a saying, and it's until three into the crib are the because we don't want to move them up you don't want to move them up before they're three so, po- so poetic yeah yeah it's the golden rule it's the golden rule keep your toddler in the crib until they're three because i mean at three they can emotionally learn uh how to work with the reward system right if you're going to introduce right. something like that rules little jobs, you know, all those kind of things. And the 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 hatch, you know, the the grow clock where it's, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when it's when the light's green, you can leave your room. Yes. You can't really teach a three year old that because right. cognitively they don't have that understanding, right? So right. so that's the golden rule. But yeah, toddlers do take time. They take time. You've got to build trust and security. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we had the thing where we don't want to move out the room too quickly. Yes. Because yes, we saw we yes. had a little bit of a little bit of a wobble when that had kind yes. of happened, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it 
it takes four to six weeks. Like that's, yeah. you know, and, and I know like when you start, you want to see the results like straight away. So do I. He gave us yeah. little tidbits. He gave us little tidbits just to yeah. keep you kind of on track. Right. Like, he did. Coming back for more. Yeah. yeah. Cause he like slept through night four and then, and then didn't for a few nights, but then right. you yes. kept thinking, okay, it's possible. It's possible. Well, and that's then, it. Yeah. It was that moment of it's possible. And I think that, <laughs> I think that what I think is the most, I think I took a lot from this, but I will say this, that I think that the major part of having you, um, was that I felt like I was on the right track before you, but you know, before you and I started talking, when we started talking, I was like, Oh, I'm kind of doing this. Oh, I'm kind of doing this. Yes. Um, but the thing I was missing, um, was accountability was someone going, no, you have to keep doing this. And I think that yeah. the reason and the hardest part for me, the reason it was so successful and the hardest part for me yeah. was having you there to say, uh, this is, you got to keep doing this. You got to keep doing this. Or, um, why don't you change it a little bit tonight? Change it. You know, it was like having you there every day and yeah. And keeping me accountable was something that, um, I was, nobody was doing that for me, obviously. Cause I don't, there's no partner here. There's no one, you know, um, yeah. And nobody, why would anybody, who's going to call me every day and be like, Sarah, you're doing this. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to, wants to be that. No friend wants to be that sort of a, no, uh, I don't know. They want to be more supportive. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, 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 I guess. I guess. But anyway, it was that, that was for right, me right. looking back, especially is, um, if I didn't have that <laughs> last Saturday, I might've quit. Yeah. And, and I know when I, when I, when I saw your portal on Saturday, I was like, she's close to quitting and I've got a, yeah. that's why yeah. I said to you, do you want to chat? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I knew, yeah. I knew I could feel it. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, it was hard. I mean, that it was really. It is hard. What, what um, no, I was just going to say, it's like, it's almost, well, it's not almost, it's, it is like, I can't do, yeah. like, as much as I would like to be there for you to like, hold you accountable and whatever. Like, I, you can't really hear that from a friend, right? like, without feeling like you're being judged or like, exactly. You know, like, it's kind of like you give somebody that power to kind of like, hold you accountable and you kind of release any like, okay, they're not judging me. They're trying to help me. And it's kind of hard to see that with friendships, I think, and family and and whatever I think that that's like right and somebody who's who's done yeah. it before and knows what they're doing not, yeah. not that like a friend doesn't know but somebody that I can go okay well they're this mm-hmm. is their job this is what they've done and yeah. um and it was never you know I think it got to the point that so just for the listeners you know I started out um what I was doing every single night was going into his room reading him books putting him in bed and it started with me sleeping like laying in bed with him yeah. until he fell asleep but by the time Kim and I had kind of started talking I was on this little book nook, uh, and the book nook is a little, it's just like a little old bed that he had that we now, it's like a little house bed that we sit in every night. Um, but instead of me being able to leave the room, I would have to sit in the book nook until he fell asleep there and I would fall asleep. And then when he woke up in the middle of the night, once I was, would go back to my bed, he'd wake up, come get me, make me come back to the room and sit in the book nook until he fell asleep, which means I fall asleep again at the book nook. So it's just this like cycle of, um, me falling asleep in his room, then waking up and then going back to my room and falling asleep. And then, but was I ever really falling asleep? Was I ever really asleep? I don't know. It was like a, a, a dream cycle of non-dreaming because I never was actually asleep, yeah. like, you know? Um, so, and, and, and I, I can tell you right now the difference of my life, yeah. uh, quality of life for, for the last five days, then from the last year and a half, like, uh, sleep is very important. <laughs> Uh, it, it changes everything. So, 
Um, and I think I'm my slice, my sleep cycle is still kind of trying to figure things out. But the first night he slept through the night and didn't get out of bed. Like the first real night, I, I think I talked to Alicia. I like, I have, I like put, I was like jamming out <laughs> to all of you. I was like, oh my God, I feel like a new person. Yes. Um, you could just, it was just, my mental state was saved in a way that I, I look back and I, it was scary. It was scary how bad it was. Um, I just went off on a tangent. No, but, I think that this is, this uh, is the most exciting <laughs> thing. I think like, I'm so yeah, stoked yeah. for you. Like I'm every morning when, if, if like I check in with you or whatever, you know, we, we're trying not to, I don't want to harass you, but, um, if we're talking about it, it's just, it's so exciting. And I'm like, and it's day after, it's been day after day. And it's just, um, and I know you feel different and I, and it's, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. And it makes my heart sing. <laughs> well, and I think like, you know, Kim, you can kind of talk about, you can kind of talk about this from your end, because I think from my end, when it came to, um, like there were a couple days or I didn't feel, uh, I didn't get into the portal until, you know, a day later. And you were kind of like, this is very important. And, you know, my reaction is I'm doing the best I can. And it was, I think it was those two nights, maybe a couple times I did that, but, um, you know, it's as to, to speak vulnerably and as humanly as possible, it's hard for me, um, when I'm up, when I'm up and I'm like, Oh, this is working. I'm going to fill this out every morning. I've got this. But when I'm down and, you know, it's not specifically about that, but when I was so down and so tired and so trying to do all of these things and, um, it just felt kind of hopeless in those days. And that's why it was like, I promise you I'm doing the best I can. Um, and you were just like, (laughs) stick with it. Just, you gotta stick with it. And I don't think I ever actually would have quit or told you, you know, I'm not doing this anymore, but I did think about it. I mean, Saturday that day, I, I was just like, all right, what can I do with Kim? Can I, how can I tell her? Yeah. Should I email her or should I get her phone number? I felt it. <laughs> I, I knew it. I actually intrinsically, I knew yeah, it. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. And I was, um, I was just like hanging yeah. there, you know? Um, so, okay. So here, I want to ask you this. What does bedtime look like now? You just explained oh, what, what it looked like before. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't, didn't tell <laughs> what, you. What are you doing now? What does a night, what does last night look like? Let me tell you what I do and don't do. Um, what it is now is once he does all the bed, uh, the bath, the dinner, we read books, the same, it's the same cycle of things that we were doing before. Essentially, as soon as he gets in bed between seven and seven thirty, it's not 100% of time, but it's usually between seven and seven thirty. Never after seven thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say good night. I tuck him in. I turn off the light. I close the door halfway, and that's it. And then I don't see him until the morning, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah. And that and that happened in just under two weeks. About two weeks. About two weeks, I think. Yeah, I think you were there around like consistently because we had a little bit in the beginning and then we had some good nights where he only woke up at five o'clock yeah. for the first time. So we had quite a few yeah, of those we where we got like 10 hours of sleep and then he consistently started doing it. So in the big scheme yeah. of things, I know it felt like forever, yeah. but if you really look at it. Yeah, I guess it was like 12 days. And that's actually really good for that age group because it it can it can take a good four well, weeks to start seeing right. results. With the with the younger the ones, like we are actually on our program, we guarantee ten nights or less. Yeah, I believe that. I yeah. believe yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if 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 you if they're still in the crib, yeah. then we guarantee yeah. that. But at the crib, 
it makes a big difference right. because there's a lot of other challenges. Right. And, you know, just going to the portal, um, yeah, I'm, I, I get it. It can be, it can be overwhelming, but, you know, that's my tool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of strategies that I would use for his, his age group. And there's things that we'll implement as we go through the program, mm -hmm. depending on how he's adjusting and how he's reacting. So to lose three yeah, days, yeah. you know, for me, it's like, oh, we've lost three days right. where I wasn't aware that this, go right. this was going on and I need to correct that. So that's kind of, you know, that's sort of where the pressure yeah. is coming. It's like, you need to help yeah. me to help you. 100%. And I, I get that. You know? Yeah. And I, exactly. And I think that's where it was hard because it was like that just, um, and I think I have a hard time just, just maybe who I am is I have a hard time like. If I don't want to do it and someone's telling me I have to do it, then I'm like, I don't want to mm -hmm. do it. Like, you know, you know, that's just part of who I am. So I have to yeah. fight that. Um, yeah. When you, do, when you get to a point where you're like, well, I just don't want to do this anymore, but you're telling me I have to. And I, ugh. Um, I think that like on top of the feeling of just being exhausted was just this moment of like, okay, she is helping me. She needs the tools to be able to help me. I have to tell her what's going right. on because if I don't, then this is going to continue going. If I do, then we can keep moving forward. And if we got set back, okay, we don't have to quit because we got set back. So it's like, I think that's the most important piece that I would give or advice I would give to anybody who's in this predicament with an older, with an older child, because, you know, I don't know with a younger child, you can maybe talk about how it might be different for, a, um, because I think a lot yeah. of our listeners have younger, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. babies younger that might be going through this, but, um, but yeah, it just, it, 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 don't give up, I think is the, the biggest thing. And it's, it's so hard not to, when you're, when you're depressed, it's, I mean, that's, that's the best way to put it. Um, yeah. When you're mentally drained, when you're mentally, um, you're going through some, yeah. some hard things. You got to find that energy for that extra. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I get that. But you know, like toddlers, that's their job is to push boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's how they learn. That's how they learn what life is. Yeah. What am I allowed to do? What aren't I right. allowed to do? If I do yeah. this, what happens? Yeah. If I do that, what right. happens? So they really need that just consistent, yeah. safe yeah. environment, you know, and then eventually they get used to whatever you introduce them to. Right. Same as, you know, same as babies. There's, Moms say, well, oh, she'll only sleep on me. She doesn't like the crib. Mm -hmm. No, it's not that they don't like the crib. It's that they're used to sleeping on right, me. Right, right, right. You know, right. so you can get them used to anything, yeah, you know, yeah. just yeah. how you do yeah. it, right? Well, and I think about, too, um, if I had – if I had, a, I, I love snuggling with him. Like, in the mornings when he comes into my room, he'll jump in bed and he goes – mommy actually this is what he does every morning now which actually I think I kind of gives me a, a little giggle he comes in my room pitter patter pitter patter as soon as that light's green a couple times he slept through it but most of the time it's like as soon as that light's green he's up in, in my room and he comes and he goes mom the green light's on let me show oh, you God. let me show you and he makes me <laughs> they love that they thrive on yeah. that positive yeah. that positive yes. reinforcement yes. that celebration yes. that yeah. job well and, done and that's and, what they want you know they want to know that exactly. they're so proud of themselves yes. Yes. so that and that's so sweet that was a lot of our strategy yes. right is giving yes. him that well feeling. and like even every morning since there's one morning that we didn't call somebody but mostly like we called Alicia and River 
one morning and it was like, celebrate, let's call it the Shug River. Like we'll have this moment. Um, and then every, you know, now he's like, let's call grandma. And, and I go to sleep and then we can call grandma and, and, and pop up and Maddie Guerrieri, because he doesn't know how to say our last name. Um, Guerrieri is how he says our last name. It's funny. Um, but he, he just, he's looking forward to that in the morning. And, and, you know, here's my question to you though. Here's, here's what I do want to ask. Um, you know, there's, there's still one little like reward left, uh, like, you know, he didn't ask for one yesterday morning. He kind of asked for one this morning, but, um, will, you know, should I be worried that when the rewards run out, he's going to not want to sleep through the night? Like that part of it does kind of give me a little anxiety. No. Um, so initially you'll, you have the rewards to sort of create that new behavior and to reward it. But then once you're done with whatever your physical rewards are, you could continue with the call, you know, the just making him feel good about it, you know, or um, stick a chart, you know, just something, something manageable because, you know, like he feels good about himself now, you know, he's proud of himself. And then, and you, you know, you, there's, there's a lot out there that, sleep training is it, it's negative for children right. and it affects them negatively and it ruins your relationship with your child but i think you're the perfect example about how it improves yeah, your relationship right. with your right. child and he feels good about himself he feels yeah. like he's accomplished something he does. He does. i think Absolutely. that's a good gift to give that's a child kinda, like i had i had that um like kind of written down i think that we talked about when we initially spoke with you was that it's not a bad thing to shape your kids like to help them um, not mold them, but like help, like, you know, give them structure so that they can, everybody benefits from it. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, like you said, I think there's a taboo around sleep training and, um, you know, they feel like it's well, punishment the, the taboo, and it's well, like, it's not yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think Alicia, like what we talked about when we talked to Kim the first time, cause you kind of asked that question, um, about sleep training and is it bad? Do you remember? Me? Yeah, I do asked, remember you. No, no, no. Yeah. Does, yeah, yeah, like, Alicia, do you yeah. remember kind of like, I feel like that was a really good point. I don't know if you want to bring it up again because I'm putting you on the spot, but I thought it was a really good yeah, point. Yeah, like, what, what do you think it is about people's opinion about that it's like such a negative concept? There's such a negative concept around sleep training and just the word, I think, training in general kind of throws people off too. I think it kind of sounds like we're treating them like they're animals yeah. <laughs> well, and, 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 and cry it out. I think yes. specifically is, yes. is what I have yeah. in mind. Sorry. Cause I think that was what we talked about specifically. Yeah. And yes. that's the thing, yeah. like leaving them alone or um, not running to them, you know, immediately when they start to cry, you know, I think that we kind of talked about like, mm-hmm. I wait or I would wait like 20 or so minutes and it would kind of like gradually go on. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot out there about, you know, that sleep training um, and, automatically means that your baby's going to cry it out and what cry it out really means is that you're putting your baby in a crib you're closing the door and you're not going back there till the morning so that is not how that's not how my program works that's not how I works Um, it's very supportive um, and gentle and um, and you more guide them along the way yeah Um, you know I'm sure there's, you know, there's a lot of research out there. Um, it, it's kind of what works for you. You're going to find whatever is out there to support what you believe, you right? Believe, yeah. And I, I don't, but I don't think that training your child to sleep well um, and to help them fall asleep without you being responsible for their sleep by either 
holding them, putting a soother in, feeding them constantly. Um, I think it's a great skill for them to, when the age appropriate, which is kind of any time from four months, that's generally when the most popular time is to teach your baby how to sleep with yeah. all the support that they've been looking for for the first four months. Yeah. Um, and to give you, to give them 12 solid hours of sleep mm -hmm. is extremely beneficial for them in, mm -hmm. you know, in their growth, in their ability to handle the day and learning and they're less frustrated. There's a, there's a lot of positive things to sleeping well. I mean, lack of right. sleep is yeah. a form of torture, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It totally is. is. And it's, it's, um, didn't even think about that. You know, if you think how, how it affects us as adults, our mental health, your weight, mm -hmm. your performance, mm -hmm. it's definitely going to have a negative effect on a toddler that's got to go to yeah. daycare and deal with, with relationships and mm -hmm. fighting over toys. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, if yeah. he's not well rested. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, in my mind, whatever works for you as the parent is the best thing that you can do for your kid. And if yeah. for you that is being attached for all sleep and sleeping mm -hmm. on you and with you, and that's what makes you feel good and be the best parent you can be, then that's the best thing mm -hmm. for your family. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to be able to put your bed, your child to bed at 7 PM, which is really when all children up until the eight of eight should be in bed is by 7 PM. And you want to have an evening for yourself or time with your partner mm -hmm. to have a, you know, healthy, intimate relationship where one of you is not sleeping on a mattress in the baby's room, <laughs> you know, and the other one sleeping in the other room. And, and that's what makes you the best parent you can be. Then that's what you should be able to do without being judged for that. Right. right. Yeah you know yeah and i think there's, a, there's actually a pretty good uh research article that's out of like duke university and the pediatric neurologist um did a did a study on on kind of sleep training and they studied kids that had been through sleep training and kids that hadn't and there was no no difference in attachment in oh, fact they found that a lot of kids with um parents that had sleep trained them had more attachment to the mom because the moms were less depressed. Less anxiety. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mean no, that's great. But I'm like, I don't need him to be more attached to me. <laughs> oh, I just I mean like, no, no, like, like, like more totally... of like, you know, it's like if you have anxiety about the way yes, no, it makes I did, sense. I had anxiety yes. about the way yes. my son slept. And when you hear that sound on the monitor, oh, God. that they're awake, Mm -hmm. that can bring a lot of triggering emotions up right yeah yeah yes yes i, I mean I've, I've worked I'm with moms that get it. out of the shower with their hair in soap and wrap a towel quickly and a towel around their hair towel around their body and then let the baby sleep on them for two hours yeah while they're still wet with soap in their hair right right, right and then right. you know after five days she was putting her baby in the crib and he was sleeping two hours and she was showering, washing her hair, blow drying it, having yeah. tea. She actually yeah. messaged me and said, I don't actually know what to do with myself. Right. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do I do? Right. Like I'm going to have to get a hobby because I'm usually sitting in a dark room for yes. five yes. hours a day, day, yeah. daytime sleep. Yeah. Right. So it's whatever works for you. I think that's, 
Right. That's where you're going to have the base. I think also like, don't lie to yourself though, too. You know, like, I feel like that can get really comfortable and being like, no, because my baby's happy. I'm happy. That's all that matters. And Uh totally, I get that mindset. But I think um, it's really easy to like fall victim to that and then kind of just wallow and accept and not knowing that there can be such a different lifestyle where your baby will still feel loved and attached and, and understand, you know, that you're there to protect them and all of these things. So I think that that too often you can get comfortable because I, you know, I co-slept with River for the first year and um, that's kind of what I believed. And I'm like, no, it's fine because like, we're so happy and it's amazing. And I get to cuddle there and it's like, no, every night I'm taking two hours to put her down to sleep. It's like, this is awful, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then, and then I, and then you can't get out of the bed. I right. remember you talking about yeah. that too. It's like, once she's asleep, now I can't go anywhere anyway. Right. Because she can't, right. <laughs> I can't leave. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So long term, that, does that make you happy? Right. You know? If it does, yeah. then that's awesome. Right. But if it doesn't, and you feel a little bit, bit of anxiety and maybe even a little bit of resentment for that, yeah. then yeah. rather teach your Sleep training doesn't necessarily mean your child's going to cry. I mean, right. you didn't have he, uh, Owen. Did he get very upset? Um, he got upset. Oh, he only got okay. So, um, uh, I think that oh, I, what I did want to say earlier is kind of like the process was uh, was supportive, and you had kind of mentioned that like it's this isn't like a shut the door and walk away. Like the way that you had me doing it was um, I was still in the room, but I was moving myself out. So, which is what I was trying to do, like when I was sleeping with him on the bed, it was awful. And then I said, well, I'm going to stay in the book nook. So instead of sleeping in bed with him, I would fall asleep in the book nook. So I was kind of like trying that out, like trying to move closer to the door. But anyway, and what we did was like moving closer to the door, then being outside the door then, you know, so instead of being his pacifier and him needing me right there for him, because that's what I was, was his pacifier. (coughs) Oh, I had a spicy margarita, you guys. (laughs) I thought you were crying at first. (laughs) I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I love a cry. Let's go. I'm, listen, I'm going to save my tears because I'm not sad about this anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but it was very supportive for him because he'd get he'd get like, okay, you're going to sit in the chair right here, right? And he'd get a little frustrated when I moved out, but he'd still get in bed and he'd still, you know. But when he cried, was what the most effective part of all of this was, and probably the hardest part of all this was was when he came into my room. And I would say, okay, well, you got out of bed. Now I have to shut the door. And that's when he would scream. It didn't last forever. It didn't last maybe two minutes, but it yeah. lasted long enough as a mom where you hear it and you're just like, oh, I'm just, you know, uh, yeah, the guilt and, and, and fear. There's like a weird fear mm-hmm. that you're, you're hurting him or, or, you know, you're not hurting him. He's just crying, but um, frustrated, frustrated yeah. and tired and tired. Yes, exactly. Um, but that's really the only time that he ever freaked out or, or got really upset was when I would say, and this is what was so effective, I think, um, was the door shutting. As soon as the door started shutting, he started getting out of bed less than this. And yeah. I don't know what it is about that, but it, it really worked for us. I'm sure that you have other things, like I'm sure other things work for different families and different kids, right. but right. I think that was like the, <laughs> I don't want to say nail in the coffin when I'm talking about shutting a door, but, um, that was kind of it. That, that was the key for us. But, um, but yeah, that was the only time he really, he really got upset. Um, but then I knew, then I knew that was what I needed to use. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, it, it was a, there were a few minutes there where he got frustrated. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, can you ever really change behavior without tears with a baby and a toddler? Probably not. 
because right. they're frustrated and that's yeah. how they show you they're frustrated and they protested protesting but if it's done properly it's very it's very limited mm -hmm. and you know now now you last night you told me that when you put him to bed he actually asked for the door to be closed a little bit yeah. so that's how yeah. secure he now feels you're out the room he can't see you and he's actually saying you know what i don't mind if the door's closed i, I still feel safe not so, only that, he said to me, mom, I had the light on in here. I turned off, I've been turning off. I had like a night light out here and I started turning it off just so it was dark out here. Cause any, any yeah. bit of light when the door's open, we're in a small place space. Yeah. So I came out here to sit down while he was in bed and I had the, one of the lamps on and he's like, mom, turn the light out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, okay, I'll go retreat to my room then. Thanks a lot. You know? Yeah, because uh, we got, we got him used to sleeping in the room with no lights. Yes. Dark, black. dark, dark. Yeah, which yes, is yes, which yes. is the the best way to sleep. Yeah, right? I mean, your, I, I, your brain and yeah, yeah. I will tell you from from my perspective, sleeping. Um, I'm still not ready to shut my door. Um, my door is still open. I'm still not ready to have my room be pitch black. It's not that I'm afraid of dark. I think there's just this attachment to uh, the anxiety that I've had since you know postpartum anxiety that still exists of like. Um, I can't sleep because what if something happens? What if he stops breathing? What if, you know, this is just the anxiety part of, of parenting for me. Yeah. Um, so I think that I, I still could have better rest because I'm not allowing myself to get there yet because of those anxieties, but the exponential uh, uh, rest that I've, the exponential like gain of energy and um, you know, I mean, I'm still, I woke up at five this morning um, but I feel so much better right now because I went to bed and slept through the night in a way I haven't in so long. So it's just like, yeah, it's still a process for me as a, as a mom. Um, but I can't get there if he's not there. So, yeah. Uh, and I think the big thing is also like a big thing is to be able to put him in bed. He's asleep by seven thirty, and you have your whole evening to read a book, watch a movie, right. Right. you know? Talk like, to Alicia, drink some wine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not have to sit in the book nook. Yes. Yes. yes the book nook. That damn book nook. That damn book nook. I used to swallow yeah, you I whole. Mean, I've, I know. I've worked with a mom that used to watch Netflix on a mattress under the crib at night. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. How? It reminds me of that TV show. Oh, my gosh. Did anybody? Oh, I'm not going to think of the name right now. Um. It was a TV show that came out pretty recently about moms. Um, the main, it might have been, was it British? I, I think it was a British TV show. Um, but the, in the first couple episodes, the mom is like, it's so real. And she's showing you how hard it is. And her and her husband are fighting. And, um, but she gets in the crib with the baby. Or she, or she gets in the crib to sleep and the baby's not in it. I don't remember what it was. But it was just one of those moments where I'm like, I relate to this woman so hard. I have to find the name of the show because it was really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. Um, anyway. Well, real quick, because you, saying this me. you had mentioned this on, um, again, when we initially spoke and I kind of just want to, if, if you're, if you're open to kind of sharing this, this part of it. So you say that you want them in the crib between zero to three. Mm -hmm. How do well, you we recommend it? Yeah, yeah. Recommend it. How do you handle a kid that climbs out of their crib? And you kind of said how you have some clients who have done some pretty creative things. Yeah, so the one big thing is we, we recommend they in a sleep sack. Mm -hmm. So we're big on safe sleep, right? The safe, the safest place for your baby to sleep 
um, is in a crib by themselves without any, any um, blankets, without any pillows, in a sleep sack. Um, so we always promote the sleep sack. So really keeping them in that sleep sack does help with the crib jumping. Some of them get a little mm -hmm. bit creative and can crib jump with, with a sleep sack. Um, so then there's lots of creative things you can do, but you're obviously going to drop that level of that mattress as low as you possibly right. can. Um, and there's even been some creative dads that have built up the sides of the crib to prevent crib jumping. Yeah. So um, sometimes you have to get a little bit creative. But what I find is if, you, if you've taught them good sleep habits from a young age before they start doing that, yeah. then they don't really do that because they're, they're comfortable and content being in their crib. Yeah. You know, they sleep well, they, um, they fall asleep independently. Um, remember, babies and, and toddlers and, and us, we wake yeah. up multiple times at night. Yeah. Right. As adults, we're just not really aware of it most of the time if you're a good sleeper because you just, you know, adjust whatever it is that makes you comfy. You flip your pillow over, you know, some people want the cold side of the pillow uh, yes. or they want I their feet that. out, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of yeah. thing. And you roll Such over cool. and you go back to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you don't remember doing that. Right. But what happens with babies have a much shorter sleep cycle. So their, their sleep cycle is, is 45 minutes. So mm -hmm. where you see the big, big, big change in sleep and when everybody starts saying, oh my God, what's happened is usually at four months. And, you know, you'll read a lot about the four month regression. Mm -hmm. And I like to think of it more as in, it's kind of like the, it's more of a growth than a regression because they've, what's happened is their little brains have just become very aware Right. Of what's going on in their world mm -hmm. and they've become very reliant on whatever tactics you've used to get them to sleep in the early days and let's face it we all have to do whatever we can in the early days because they're young yeah. they feed every two hours they're usually uncomfortable and fussy so god we do whatever we can but once they get right. to four months that's when they don't need they don't need all that support from us anymore um they can sleep through the night without a feed, even though they're asking for a feed, they usually don't require right. the calories at night once right. they're of a good, you know, an appropriate weight and age. So that's when you can really implement it. And if you, if that's when you do it, it's usually pretty quick, you know, and yes, right. they will wake, you'll hear them wake, but you won't have to go and help them get back to sleep. Right. They might chatter you know, roll over, squeeze themselves into the, into the corner, whatever it is they like to do, and then they'll go back to sleep. Right. But they won't require that you jump up and run in there and, and feed six times a night, right? right? They'll be able to do it themselves. That makes me think about, we kind of talked about um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about milestones and talked about leaps because I had yeah. that like at, um, it sounds like that's what a leap is, is like when they have those growth like, like yes. you're saying, it's not a regression, it's a growth. They're, yeah. they're, they're something, you know, it's, it's when their brain is learning something new or adjusting yes. or mm -hmm. know, growing in a way. So that's, um, that's just, yeah. So that's at like four months, four months that happens and then the rolling starts. So that usually messes up sleep. Right. And right, then, right. and then teething, yes. you know, can cause right. a little bit of discomfort. But once again, if your child knows how to sleep well, very little disruption with that kind of thing. In fact, mm -hmm. they feel, less pain when when they sleep well like yeah. in studies of sleep lack of sleep leads to increased feelings of pain you know your shoulder mm -hmm. hurts more everything hurts more when you don't sleep well right 
Yeah. Um, same with sickness. They able to, you know, get through that easier right. when they that go makes sleep. Well, yeah, it yeah. helps your immune yeah. system. So that make, that all makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then like kind of uh, eight, nine months, they start the standing and the crawling. Then you can get yeah. some, you know, then you can get some setbacks there. And then they start walking. So that right. creates some challenges. Right. And, and then kind of 18 months, your separation anxiety starts. It just um, sounds like these yeah. are, these are so many things that, um, I just wish somebody would have told me, like uh, talking about this now and thinking about how much I could have used this when I, and maybe I didn't want to, you know, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Lish? Like, it's like almost like <laughs> the things that we never read about, but never would have told us the way that Kim's telling us well, that like, okay, at four months, this is good. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, well, that's kind of my, I, I just wrote down kind of my question to you is like, are sleep consultants only for people in a crisis or should people, when should people come to a sleep consultant? Should they come to you? right away when their kid is born as you know in the beginning when your kid's young before you have yeah. a problem or is it usually people who are mid-crisis and are like i i need help yeah we'll, we'll usually see them when it's mid-crisis yeah um the big ones are jumping out the crib right mm -hmm. because now holy it's chaos at night mm -hmm. right it's but like do you do you so recommend, you, do you recommend that people come to you before that point? Like, would you, yes. would you be happy to, yeah. Okay. So, so we like, do, we do start from right from birth. We do, we do, it wouldn't be considered sleep training at that stage. Right. We consider it, we talk about it more sleep shaping. Yeah. What can you do now to set yourself up success? Yep. Do you know, mm -hmm. for success mm -hmm. when you hit the four month. Yep. So I would say if I could give anyone advice is perhaps you know, the first few weeks, right, they're sleepy. It's easy, right? And then then I find they there's that kind of uncomfortable phase where they re really need a lot of support. But mm -hmm. once you're over that kind of eight, nine, ten weeks, that's when you want to start trying to put your baby down awake in the crib, a little bit right. more awake all the time. Some days it's going to work. Some days it's not going to work. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you try it for the – get them used to – um, napping in the crib, even, you know, and, and they're with you, perhaps beside you in their own crib at night, let them mm -hmm. nap in the daytime in their own room. So really start introducing them to the ideal situation that you want to create. And then hopefully by the time that four months comes, you won't get hit hard with that kind of regression. Yeah, as right. they say. yeah. But right. if you're going to, if you're going to do it, that's the optimal time is between as at four to six months, um, but usually, no, usually we'll get, we'll, most people will come one, the most popular I would say is four months and then kind of 18, 19 months when they start jumping out the crib. Mm -hmm. And then the big one is baby number two is on the way. Ah, uh, yes, you did say that. And That's I can no longer sleep yeah. on the mattress in the bedroom. Yeah. Under the, under the crib. <laughs> no, I, I can't do that anymore because I'm pregnant. Yeah. So that's right. usually, that's usually when we get the bed. I don't one. fit under the and crib anymore. And then we also work, yeah. we, also yeah. work <laughs> we also work with multiple, like there's, there's, there's um, parents that will come and we do all three, you right, know, cause right. they want, so none of them are sleeping well or one's not sleeping well. And we want all the boys in the same bedroom. So we mm -hmm. do that. We train them and we get them all in the same bedroom. And yes, you know, you can, you can sleep train and keep a night feed. There's, you know, it doesn't mean we don't force you to, you know, to stop a young baby, yeah. you know, so you can do all those things. You can train 
and breastfeed and you can train and share a room yeah we don't recommend you share the bed because that's not safe so we don't recommend that but you can train and have the baby in the room with you if that's you know it's not one or the other yeah that's the thing you can you can have the best of both worlds you can be attached you can breastfeed you can love and cuddle and you can have a child that sleeps well i think it's all possible yeah, I think that's one of the greatest things about you and what you're saying constantly and just in getting to know you and in this process is that you're not saying this is the way it has to be. This is the way it has to be. Go. Yeah. This is what I need you to do. You're saying, yeah. even you know, even with me, it's like, well, let's figure out your situation and what works best for you. And let's go from there and make it work better for you. Yeah. And I yeah. just think that um, I think you're doing a little bit of the Lord's work here. <laughs> and like, I, you know whatever Lord, whoever you are listening, believes in, uh, Kim's a part of that journey. Yeah. So that's what I was kind of um, going to say. Like, it sounds like you're, you kind of mold your program to your client or, yeah, um, yeah. parent child rather than it's like, this is one size fits all kind of thing. And yeah. I think that might yes. also kind of worry people about sleep training too. It's like, well, I, I know people who've tried it and that would never work for me. It's like, uh, I think mm-hmm. that it's great for people yeah. to hear that. Like, you kind of listen to who the parents are, what their situation is, what it looks like, um, what they want, how they want to approach, and then you kind of make a program around them, which I, I think that sounds yes. really cool. I mean, we we know it works. Yeah. Like overall, um, I think as a as a as a business, we've worked with almost eight thousand families. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot That's of data. A lot, yeah. it's a lot of information, yeah. right? Um, and the great thing with um, we we sleep is that we we collaborate. So all the consultants, if we're having a tough time or, you know, something we haven't come across before, we we do collaborate and then share. Yeah. Because like I say, there's eight thousand is much bigger than, you know, maybe a hundred that you've yeah. done that you've worked yeah. with as an individual. So, you know, and just going back to what you were saying is we make it work for the parent. I would say yes, we do, but in a way not you know, yes and no, because one, we know what works mm-hmm. and right, we know right, what's right. going to work for your baby and we know what needs to be done. So we're going to guide you with that, with our knowledge right. and our experience. Right. This is what you need to do. This is the environment you need. This is what time they need to be in bed. This is what time they need to nap. Right. Um, right. And if you want the success and you want the guarantee, then you got to work with us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is, is it's, it's not, it's not always one or the other. You, you know, you can blend it and you can have that nice, responsive, attached parenting, but you can also have a, right. a nice, independent sleeper. Yeah. Like, right. there's, like you can have both. Yeah. There's like rules right. and then an approach is kind of like what right. it sounds exactly. like. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, I think that if, <laughs> I, like, I just, it's interesting to me to hear that you can start this before you're in a crisis. I think that some people don't yeah. really know that that it kind of can just be like, just like you said, like just to set set you up for success. So, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I think what's confusing for a lot of mom, new moms is, is that guilt and anxiety, right? right? Like I'm tired and this isn't working for me and I'm not enjoying it and I'm anxious, but everybody says it's normal. Exactly. 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 Okay. So 30% of kids don't sleep well. They don't outgrow it. They don't suddenly become good sleepers. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Maybe when they're five. Uh, God, I'm so, so you glad. Wanna, you want to do that till you, you know. So that that's not you need. You need a plan. You need yeah. support. Yeah. And you need to stay the course because if you read a book and you try it for three nights and it doesn't work, well, 
it takes 10 to 14 days. So you've yeah. got to, you know, you've got to have you know the what? right plan and you've got to stick yeah. to it. And 10 to 14 days in the long run is better than three to five years, right? right? You, so. Yeah, you have to look at the bigger picture and be like, this yep. sucks yeah. right now, but, you know, hopefully what I'm doing or if I continue and be consistent down the line, I'll gain back all this time. Yeah, and more. Yeah, which is hard to look at when um, you're having a really hard day, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, But like I wanted to say to you, Sarah, that day, that Saturday when you wanted to quit, oh, and, and when I said to you, you need to have a chat because I, what I was going to say to you is, okay, but if you hadn't done any training, if we weren't here, wasn't it just as bad before? Right. Weren't you just as exhausted two Saturdays ago? Yeah. Were you or weren't you? I've, I've just been that exhausted for... <laughs> <laughs> it, that was, I think that night was particular. That day was particularly bad. You um, had a bad night. Yeah. You had a bad well, night. Because I... Because we'd been doing the training, so it was like I was excited. Things were changing. Right. It was getting a little bit better. He was only waking up once. So I think that when it went back, um, my body was like, oh, here we are again. It was a tr- it was p- like PTSD. It was like a traumatic, uh, I, I can't live like this anymore, but it's coming back, and this is just the way it's going to be. You know, it's just your brain going, uh, uh, your brain not on sleep. Like your brain on drugs is what your brain not on sleep is. Yeah. Like it just felt like this yeah. is madness. And um yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that regression is normal. They do yeah. do that. They yeah. they do well, and then boom, they go back for two nights. Right. Yeah, almost just to check if you're serious. <laughs> oh, yeah. are, we really, are we really doing this? Yeah. Yep. Okay, we're really mm-hmm. doing this. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I was serious. <laughs> and you know, now you know if he if he if it if he has a bad night in a couple of weeks, you know you got to stick yeah. to the yeah. you got to yes. stick to the program. Yeah. Not let him jump in bed and sleep there that right. night because then, uh oh, you're back at night one. Right, right, right. And I don't, I, I don't even want it. Like, <laughs> not that I don't want it, but like I said, like the morning snuggles are my favorite because he comes yes. in, we go look at the green light, and then he comes back into my room and it's still five a. I mean, or six a.m. It's still dark out. So yeah. I'm like, here, come here, and he'll bring a book in, or we'll we'll call grandma. Well, you know, whatever it is. But it's like that's yeah. that moment that we have together to like snuggle. Yeah. But but I I value my alone. I value my bed to myself. <laughs> it's nothing um, like this. It's nothing oh, yeah, like this. I know. <laughs> uh, you know, not to say that I'll ever share it, never share it uh, with somebody, but, you know, maybe get a king or, you know, maybe two double beds next to each other. Anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah. It's, Is he different? Is he different? I, 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 the day? I so. Yeah. I mean, um, I kind of asked them at daycare. I'm like, you tell me. And she hasn't really said anything one way or the other. But she's like, yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. But she hasn't really said one way or the other. But he, I think when I pick him up from daycare, it's different. When we, in the mornings, our time together is different. So, um, I mean, I, I, there's a, yeah, there's a visible change in both of us. That's awesome. Um, so uh, before, you know, we kind of move on to the next thing or uh, the final thing of the of the show. Is there anything that maybe you know we didn't ask you that you want our you really want the listeners our community to know, or something that you just feel um, just with what you do, like something that you just want to tell them that maybe we didn't touch on? Um, you know, just kind of really what I said before. I think just as long as it's it's real for you and it makes you happy and you feel good with whatever it is whatever way you're choosing to parent yeah um you know specifically when it comes to sleep is 
you know, you, you shouldn't, you should don't allow yourself to be judged or shamed for whatever you choose. Right. If you, if that. you, if you enjoy, you know, sharing, co-sleeping, then you, then you should be doing that. But if you, if you feel like you, you know, you want your time alone and you want time with your partner in the evening and you want to go on dates, I know none of us are really going anywhere at the moment, but one day you'll be able to go for dinner again and get a sitter and not have to worry about it. Yeah. Then you should feel, you should feel, you know, you're allowed to do that. So, yeah. cause that's going to make you the best parent. Ultimately. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, Obviously, Kim, we will have all of your information. So if anybody's having, struggling with sleep or has a new baby that they want to talk to Kim about, you know, their future or any of that, um, we'll have her information um, in the show notes and we'll also have it on our IG post, Instagram post. Um, I have one more question for Kim, but before that, I just want to go back and say that uh, The Letdown is the show I was talking about and it's Australian, not British, but I will recommend it. It's a, a comedy. I don't know how many. I actually, don't know how many seasons there are. But the first season is the one I watched. And it, did you? Did anybody watch it? Uh-uh. The letdown. No, I haven't even it's heard so of it. Good. Oh, it's so good. It's on Netflix. I don't even know season? if it's on. I think it's on Netflix. I feel like I've seen. I watched it. it. I feel like I've seen. Yeah. It. Well, Maybe. it might. It's kind of unassuming. Um, she kind of has like a mom group that she goes to, and they're kind of like a bit of oddballs that kind of you know. It's. It, is it a show so or good. is it like a reality it's show? A TV show. No, no, no. It's a TV. It's like a, a TV show. Oh. Show. Oh, it's on Hulu. Sorry. Okay. It's on Hulu. Do you know uh, what let down? Do you know what let down means? Like the in terms of like breastfeeding. Lactation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the let I mean, down? The let down is the the. the it's like when you're feeding milk. and you get that like who that release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like, that's <laughs> the let. That's your let down. Yeah. That's yes. <laughs> so quite a good uh, name. Yeah, it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. I, you know, I'm going to recommend it. I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember really enjoying it. So I'm going to recommend All it. Right. Uh, but Kim, uh, kind of asked you at the beginning, gonna put, I don't know if you've thought of something. Put her on the spot. You, <laughs> we're going to put you on the spot. Do you have about a story that you want to tell? About yeah, parenting. Just any kind of parenting story. It could be funny. It could be uh, something you needed to get off your chest. I don't know. Anything that you think our, our listeners might relate to. Um, anything, yeah. Um, well, I can't think of anything funny, but um, just you know, on the topic, on the topic of kind of sleeping or not sleeping, you know, I will say that my son was a really difficult baby. He won't like me to tell you the story because he's 15 and. He'll be ashamed of that um, or embarrassed. Embarrassed is the word. But, oh, you know, we'll keep him I think, yeah. like, here's the thing. He wasn't an easy baby and he um, he wasn't a great sleeper. He actually didn't sleep well until he was 12. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because wow. I didn't really I didn't really do anything about it. But, you know, um, when we moved, when we immigrated to Canada, I was married at the time. Dean and I aren't married anymore. But, you know, that was one thing that I think that I allowed the fact that he didn't sleep to have a negative impact on our relationship because I chose, my son had like a bunk bed and I would put him at the bottom when he was like three and I would just always make the excuse to sleep at the top. Oh, interesting. Instead of working on the things I should have. 
Yeah. Yeah, That wasn't a fun, that wasn't a funny story. No, I think that's a really important story. And I think a lot of us uh, consciously or not, that happens. And you, and you gradually, um, kind of almost like choose to be away from each other because it's so hard to handle the other person who's controlling kind of your life without even knowing it. And you get mad at each other and you're stressed out and it's. Absolutely. I remember one of one of the other consultants with um, with We Sleep. She was sharing with us the other day that she'd worked with a couple and um, kind of the dad wasn't really involved in the in the whole sort of program and the training. But afterwards, he got on on a call with her and he said, um, thank you for giving me my wife back. Because I never saw her. I didn't. Yeah. I never saw her, and she was exhausted. Yeah. And I, I have her back. Like it's yeah. the right. best, best gift. Yeah. Money. There's no money that you know. Right. What? Yeah. What's the word? Couldn't pay enough money. Buy, yeah. yeah. That yeah. money can't buy that. You know what? Yeah. Is it weird that my reaction is like that's that's great, but also hey, maybe you could help. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of also helped a little bit, right. but anyway, neither here nor there. I digress. Well, he, he might. Uh, let me say it this way: he might have he might have helped, but she hadn't really interacted with him. Okay. Much. You know, okay. during okay. the program. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was yeah. kind of on the peripheral. Right. Got it, got it, and I think right. women and innately then, and then, do that. Yeah. We, yes. You know, and we then, are like, we're then, fine, And then he was sleeping well. And I'm, I'm guessing, you know, mom was back, back in their bed, in yeah. their bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah. was like, thank, you know, she's, thank you she's for back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Her That's personality's great. back. Her, just who she is is back. Yeah. Right. That's so great. That is so great. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, you can't, yeah. you can't, um, it's, I, I mean, we all know this, but like you can't buy, or I'm sorry, you can't like ignore being, you know, exhausted and depressed. Like you can't, you know, what it, what it is and what it can be to be happy is such a gift in itself. And to see somebody change that drastically just from something, I don't want to say so small, but like attainable, e- attainable as tangible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As, as finding sleep and, and getting rest and all of that, like, how great is that to be like, I have somebody back? Like, cause you can't change people. That could be something completely different. I, you know, that yeah. could be going on, but this is something that you can approach and change and mm-hmm. be a happier person. In 10 days or less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Did you, my question to you, Kim, is about your story. Um, did you, were you doing this at the time? Were you, were you a sleep consultant? You weren't no. a sleep consultant at that time. No. Okay. No, okay. I wasn't. No. No. Yeah. But I think moms, you know, as moms and women, we do tend to sacrifice ourselves. Yeah, of course. I just today had a conversation with two mothers who are married. I'm not married, so it's different for me. I don't have that connection. But they were both saying, like, um, once you have kids, your relationship with your partner changes. And, um, you know, you don't really want to have the relate the sexual relations that you used to have because you're tired. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it goes both ways, but for the most part, we as women take on a lot. So we're just exhausted at the end of the right. day. So that intimacy is gone. It's like we put a lot on ourselves to um we put a lot on ourselves, I think. I mean society does certainly, but yeah. in general, we put a lot on ourselves as women, as mothers. Yep. Um and we don't have to. Right. So, well, you don't have to put the sleepless nights on yourself. Right. That's yes. for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
that's, that's a sure. game changer. It is. Right. And that's why we have you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are lots of wonderful people that work in sleep. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, I you. think the, the thing is, you you know, the, that's the thing. There's there's a lot, there's a lot of people that, you know, there's a lot of sleep training. There's really few methods. There's, you know, there's only kind of maybe three methods that really mm -hmm. everybody works with. Yeah. But I think if you're going to approach having somebody support and guide you, you got to find someone that you click with. Yeah. Right. You know, because like I said, I yeah. knew that when I would send you those emails, as in, where is the tracking? <laughs> I, was like, oh. I knew, I knew what you were feeling. I knew it was overwhelming for you, but I was like, I've got to push yeah. her along. I've, I've got to keep her on the path. I know. I was yeah. like so Not worried that she was going to quit. And I'm like, Kim, please don't let her quit. I'm like, I, cause I couldn't tell Sarah when she's like, I when, when she said, I'm, I'm doing the best I can and I can't do anymore. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. What do I say to this? I was like, I immediately know. I'm just like, immediately know. Like, no, I don't know what you're doing, but then no, you need to stick with it. And I was like, oh my God, Kim, please, 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 please. Like, I hope that she comes through and that Sarah, you know. Um, you actually did a podcast and you said, I almost quit. And I remember messaging you and going, I, no! yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. I brought that up. Thank God. I brought it. I actually, I said that before you got on when Alicia and I did a little intro yeah. and I said that. I said, yeah, Kim, Kim knew. She knew. Yep. She heard me say it. I didn't quit. I said, I said, but I didn't. Quit. Yes. So. Yes. And you said you were very proud of yourself. I, yes, it was a hard, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, it's, yes, I was proud. I was proud of myself through this. Uh, there are some days where I felt really down and felt like I wasn't doing anything because it, you know, it's hard. It was a journey. It was a, a mental journey and, um, but we did it and mm -hmm. I, you know, um, going to knock on a little bit of wood but <laughs> yeah and, and obviously my what i'm what i want aim to give you is one take you down the path of the support mm -hmm. for the 14 days or whatever mm -hmm. program it is that you're going to purchase with me and then to ensure that you have the tools to take you yes through the rest Beyond. of it yes because there yes. will always be things that disrupt sleep same as us new mm -hmm. job you know good relationship bad relationship scary movie you're gonna have bad nights but you want the tools to stay on track to not get back to ba bad habits right you know to 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 take you through it all and, and that's what we aim to give you is to show you how to do it support you through it and then send you yes. off well equipped yeah to carry on well you did that for me and i couldn't uh, couldn't thank you more i'm so grateful for you i am so appreciative of what you've what you've given me, me um can you tell um can you tell people where to find you on yes. instagram okay yeah um, so instagram it's um we sleep underscore kim so it's w-e-e sleep we sleep underscore kim and then our we our website is we-sleep.com and you'll find me there under the dream team that's what we're called the dream team mm -hmm. and um, I'm in Alberta, it. so you'll find me there. And then, um, and your name is Kim Brunick, B R U N I C K E. I'm going to have it on the show notes, mm -hmm. but I just want yeah. people that are listening that don't have the time to look. And at the show I, notes. I will um, also share a discount code with you. Awesome. That your listeners Great. can use. That's amazing. Thank if you. If it's anyone that's listened to the yes. to the podcast, and then we also like on my Instagram and on our website. 
there's a, a link to book a free 15 minute call. Cool. So if you just want to chat and get to know me, tell me about what's going on, see what you're dealing with. Perhaps it's something simple and a couple of little tips can help you get on your way, but we do offer that free 15 minute calls and then, yeah. And then lots of different packages with different levels of support depending on what you need. Yeah. And obviously just in case anybody's wondering, I just, obviously you can, you do, you can do this all virtually. The entire thing yeah yes. we do it all virtually yes. all i mean we do yeah. we do we do kind of in-home consults obviously it would have to be in my area right. and not during COVID. but um we also do we've kind of done like a little bit of a hybrid support where we offer um texting texting support up to midnight oh, okay. Okay. or texting support even for 24 hours there's a package that you can purchase with that just for night okay. one yeah for night right. one. Oh, okay um, that's the worst yeah. one right that's the, that's worst, the worst one, one. yeah it's, that's it's amazing just getting yourself going so there's lots of different yeah. options yeah. yeah that sounds great but yeah we can i can work with anyone in the world um virtually yeah that's so great amazing yeah thank you um thank you and listeners you. check her out we'll um we'll share the we'll share the code We'll share that in the in the um, show notes. Sure. Uh, not on Instagram. Sorry, if you want it, you got to listen to this episode. Um, and uh, just on a, on a a normal episode ending note, um, if you have any spill the wine stories or any shares that you want to send us, uh, remember uh, we kind of said last week, but uh, you can send us a voice memo. Just record on your phone, email it to hello at hittingthebottlepod.com. If you don't feel like talking, just send us an email. We can read it for you. We want to share your voices. Um, so just a little call out there. Um, Kim, thank, yeah, you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, You're welcome. Talk to you later. Thanks thank so you. much. Bye, Kim. So fun. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Well, that was great. It was so good. Was I so know. Good. So good talking. I think that there was a lot of um, good information. I think that everybody has to, everybody deals with sleep, right? I mean, kids sleeping, babies sleeping. So I think that the more information that we can give to you listening, I think the better, you know, coming from somebody who knows what they're talking about in a little personal experience of your own. Yes. I was like, who me? I know what I'm talking about now. I could be asleep. (laughs) Sure. Just kidding. I did want to ask her. I was going to be like, how did you, like, what's the process here? Like training wise and um, kind of all that. I kind of forgot to ask her that, but I'm just interested to see how the how does one become a sleep consultant? Yeah, you know? that's a good question. Yeah. Well, we'll have to um, we'll circle maybe back. Maybe we can get that from yeah. Her. yeah, we'll circle back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great conversation. Kim's wonderful. You guys reach out to her or or check out We Sleep. Um, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I promise. I trust me. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Uh, especially from the moments where I wanted to quit, and there, you know. I know we laugh about them, but it was rough. It was really hard. So, um, but you know, it would have been harder if I wasn't able right, to sleep. Right. Though, if so. we were still where we were a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. We, by we, I mean you, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, you do. We are one. My, uh, we as in the collective. Yeah. The royal. <laughs> um, but yeah. So thanks and, to Kim. Yeah. And, uh, anything else? We went over the, spilled the wine so i won't say that again because we could just put that yeah. in um anything else i i don't 
I don't have anything else right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I got my apology out uh, at the beginning. <laughs> Your unnecessary apology. Wanted. Yeah. My, <laughs> my self If I had to apologize uh, for every time I sounded like a complete jackass on this podcast, we would be having a lot. <laughs> It'd be no, a whole episode of me just apologizing for all the shit I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, no, I probably should apologize for more, but I, it's more me. I just, I just felt, uh, it felt like, it felt like I was frantically, uh, <laughs> trying to get points across that didn't need to be pointed. Yeah. So at all, but I love, I love your <laughs> description of it though. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you want to tell people, uh, where to find us and what to do with I us? I would love to tell people what to do with us. Here's the drill. You're going to listen to us right now for the next two minutes. And then you're going to go into Apple Podcasts. You're going to leave us a little five-star review or click five stars and then write us a little review telling us how you feel about us. Hopefully it's nice things. And, um, you know, whenever we are posting stuff, we would love for you guys to, you know, share it out, spread the word. You know, we're just trying to build this community as much as we can every single day. And um, when you guys share and you guys leave reviews, things like that, it helps us just to get more exposure. So, um, we love it. We love you guys. And we have so many things that we want to just keep doing. So your support means the world to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys. Thanks. Thank you, humans. Thank Gotta you. Gotta stop doing that. <laughs> thank you. Thank just you. Just thank you. Um, and, you know, just, you know, for fuck's sake, um, shake your beverages. Not your fucking babies. Bye. I threw a fuck in there. I know. Time to hit the bottle there. <laughs>